0: Yeah, I'll, like... There we go. Good sync. Good sync. Yeah, we should, wait. Three, two, one, and... And, that, and that's
1: there you that's go. where we know to, to we'll, sync them. We'll start it up. Okay. I will just clap throughout just for applauding, <laughs> applauding our really it's great drive <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, that's horrible for the listeners. They're like, oh my god, what's wrong with these guys? So, um, like I was asking, um, which movie do you want to... Um, review first. well two aficionados
1: greg clark tommy bruce mm-hmm. recently watched uh several films well just three actually in, in recent times ad astra interstellar and uh tommy boy i think i'd like to t- start with tommy boy but then we can tie in ad astra and
0: yeah we had a pretty long conversation about ad Astra. it's too yeah. bad we weren't recording that one yeah the uh
1: so gets, what I'd like good, to
0: hear your thoughts on yeah, Tommy Boy because I've seen Tommy Boy many times. Oh, I thought it's it, one of my favorite comedies. Honestly,
1: it felt like a relic of a bygone era. Really, it felt like this is a movie that would not be made today. You think? Other than you know how Stranger Things is make being, like I only saw the first season of it, but it was made in a style that was like nostalgia core. Mm-hmm. It was basically like steven spielberg made this movie Mm -hmm. in the old-fashioned you know steven spielberg chilly out here style
0: (laughs) um i feel warm i put on a jacket i'm warming up i think but the um yeah it's definitely like i would say it's definitely a like how those 80s movies are like Uh you look at an 80s movie and it's just like like you know ferris bueller's day off or um oh yeah I'm trying to think, a lot of comedies, like, um, you've got your, like, blazing saddles and your, uh-uh. just your dumb stuff, like, uh, space balls.
1: Yeah, I thought this one was just so pleasant to watch in that it's just such a chill, simple movie. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Um, it's incredibly predictable, but that's not even a bad thing. Because yeah. it's like, you know he's gonna save the day in the end. You know they're gonna make friends by the end of it. Um, it reminded me a lot of The Green Book. It uh, reminded me... I mean, it's like a buddy cop.
0: Like mm-hmm. Stuber,
1: which is another film we watched some months ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one of the things I enjoy about it is... I, I I always say with comedies, it's all about the jokes per minute. Jokes per minute? Yeah. I remember seeing a statistic a while back showing how, like, your average parody movie back in the 80s, like uh, Blazing Saddle or Hot Shots or Spaceballs, or even airplane, another really good one. Um, they all have like a crazy amount of jokes squeezed into them, and when uh-huh. you take the average amount of jokes in the movie by the and then divide it by the runtime, you get like something like twenty or thirty jokes a minute. Wow. Yeah, where your average new ones like scary movie sometimes can be low, as low as like two jokes a minute. I believe it.
1: That's That actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. But you're saying like for 90s movies or like older
0: well, comedies. I, some of these classics where that have really kind of gone down in history as really good comedies and have outlasted. Because there's other comedies back then. But these uh-huh. were the ones. I would say Tommy Boy is one of the ones that's probably lasted
1: Yeah.
0: along with some of these others. And they just have a really good jokes per minute. Everything's mm-hmm. like they just keep it coming at you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, definitely for this, man. I mean the it's it, it was so physical. The comedy was really physical.
0: The um and they oftentimes you and this is I enjoy rewatching the movie because the you have your main jokes and then a lot of times they'd throw in these secondary and even sometimes tertiary jokes on top of the main mm. joke. So when he he's like busting up the toy car, like <laughs> afterwards so they're like trying to put it out and he says, "Do you validate?" <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah, they could have great. just like Left the room, but they had, like... It was a perfect, like, like cherry on top of yeah. the scene.
1: Yeah, that was funny, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, that's that's the stuff I enjoy about some of these classics. And, like I said, I've seen the movie many times. Mm. Um, I
1: feel like I'd seen it before. I had seen it before as a little kid in a dream state or something. Because, you know, when you're a little kid. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd seen it before in a different way. In that it was such a, a classic a happens then b happens and then c the villains get revealed mm-hmm. and then d happens the resolution you know yeah the,
0: the i agree the
1: arcs were so similar i mean and that's really not a bad thing it sounds like it's Ah, oh, it's a predictable but it was cool it was like a fun
0: i actually story. another thing i enjoy is yeah it it's a relatively simple plot yeah but it's actually a very uh, well polished plot as well. If you think about, uh, there's all these jokes and stuff told, but they all, all kind of fit into each other. The whole plot line flows from one thing to the next. Uh-huh. And for just being a pretty simple comedy, there's actually, I find myself now that I've seen it many times looking for plot holes, and I can't find as many um, as, like, you'd think you'd be able to start picking the movie apart after like the fifth time you've seen it. Uh-huh. But each, uh, like, I always think, like, 50% of the movies with the writers. Like, hmm. you can forgive bad cinematography and stupid, like, uh, continuality mistakes between mm-hmm. scenes. But if the writing sucks, like, it just, the movie just isn't good.
1: Yeah, that's true, man. But, um like, yeah, some really good, like, scenes, mm-hmm. like, you'll go back and you, you, you'll notice that this thing is out of focus or something like that. But yeah. if, if the, the writing's solid and I think the acting, Mm -hmm. is also solid and the pacing of everything leading up to it is solid then it's all forgivable
0: yeah exactly the um like i would say the discovery that um how they tie in the discovery of the of the of his mom and his and his brother who's actually not his brother Mm -hmm. um being like evil is kind of well done like and how they tie that into the plot of the factory falling apart. Like uh-huh. they could have just had it them discover it, but instead they bring in these other things, like they discover the police report and stuff like that. Hmm. I, there's little plot items that are surprisingly well done, for, hmm. in my opinion, for a movie this simple. The, um, what what's another one? I, I was trying to think of the oh they're talking about how they wanted to bleed the 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 dad dry, but instead they now he's croaked and they're gonna. Uh-huh. like be able to do this pretty easily yeah um oh they tied in the file cabinet thing oh yeah yeah that, I, thought, I was like okay like think about that so they introduced that very early in the movie as like he's the
1: rebel yeah,
0: yeah and then the the evil guy uh-huh. um kind of targets that takes out like screws up the computer uh-huh. with fake entries and then obviously that's a point of contention in their relationship when tommy gets back yeah and then that makes her run off to the airport to to see the to, the, to get go home to sandusky or wherever it's she only going. when she goes away and, and when she goes to the him, airport that's when back. she sees the 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 two kissing as they get on the airplane and it's you know it's relatively simple to throw that in there and i would assume an experienced writer would be good at that but it's it's a nice touch to kind of not make it just something simple it's you know it's well tied into the plot it doesn't feel like like cut to this scene like Uh that just doesn't fit it just it flows
1: what do you think um comparing two films that we've seen that are totally different that we've seen ad astra and tommy boy well they seem like polar freaking opposites
0: well they they are and i would say that you get to see the complete opposite um for what i was just describing with Mm -hmm. Ad astra i would say the cinematography is what sells that film. Oh, yeah. Like, every single scene in that film was beautiful. The They put a ton of work into making the scenes themselves look amazing and be incredibly accurate. We're like with Tommy Boy it's a 90's movie there's so many different mistakes like when the car door gets bent Uh like I notice it every time now there's (laughs) this gigantic dent in the car door when he bends the door back oh and then it's not and then it's not there when Richard walks up and like is about to open the door Mm -hmm. um the other thing like I noticed the sailboat sitting in about a foot of water because obviously they would have had to like tie it down so and set up cameras next to was it was that in the last scene both scenes oh it's in, really it's in shallow water huh. Um, which is fine you know it's the cinematography is relatively cheap it's a 90's movie You know, but that's
1: forgivable stuff it, that didn't because the, the writing is good movie. yeah the writing is
0: and you don't solid. notice it until you've seen the movie 10 times and by then if you're watching the movie for the 10th time you already love the movie <laughs> yeah but Ad Astra, on the other hand, so the cinematography was amazing in that movie. Yeah. But then you have such a weak plot. <laughs> yeah. It's so like nothing is tied together. There's nothing, no like, secondary plot. Like nothing's
1: think, tied in. Like there's with the 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 file cabinet things tied in later.
0: Yeah. Think about how many secondary plots are going on in this movie, like in Ad which no in Tommy Boy. Uh huh where you have a you have your main comedic plot line with richard and tommy going on the road to try and sell the brake pads but then you have rob Lowe, um like getting his ass kicked by random events yeah. that keep happening to him mostly like him getting somehow hurt in the balls <laughs> it's and awful. then um
1: someone's nut humor
0: and then like let's i'm trying to think of other stuff that you have going on you you have funny little bits in the background, um, between like the salesmen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like as you get to the end of the movie he's like he's like, Oh yeah, I buy brake pads from that guy. You know yeah. versus Ad Astra there's there's no secondary plot. Brad Pitt is in every single scene of the movie. There's no oh, man, yeah. there's no relief from like it I think there's an art to kind of giving the audience a break for a second uh-huh. in the plot just Mm. so and so they don't get that's why you have
1: secondary plots
0: exactly that's exactly why you have secondary plots like
1: if you if it was only frodo and mm -hmm. sam and golem
0: exactly painful movie oh it would be horrible but uh, and obviously their plot is the big one that everybody's following but Mm -hmm. you get into these other ones just to to give it a break like star wars there's another great example of this where like you start off with Luke and he's kinda of bored at his house. Uh-huh. Um, this a new hope obviously. He's bored at his house and feeling broken down by the world of, you know, he's never gonna do anything more than be a farmer. And then you've got this comedic reliefs kind of doing their thing and you've got all these plots kinda of coming together yeah, over yeah. time. And as the movie comes together the plots join together. Yeah. Which is exactly kinda of what you see in like Lord of the Rings like you were mentioning. Oh, yeah. So, again, back to Ad Astra, there's none of that. It's just kind of this very linear, very, yeah. there's Singular. no complexity. But
1: one thing also about Ad Astra that is so starkly different is the for like love of, loving the character. Mm-hmm. You know, immediately, you know, depending on how, how much of a, how highbrow you are, mm-hmm. I would feel like you really relate with this dopey lovable idiot chris farley character um tommy boy you know the first scene Mm -hmm. but in the first scene i don't even remember what it what it was in that he fell off the tower he fell off the tower but Mm -hmm. everything is perfect for brad pitt i mean he he's the the backstory for him is that he's the guy whose heart rate is like never gets above 55 he's completely neutral he's Mm -hmm. completely robotic no emotions
0: and I—that was definitely a choice to portray him that way. Yeah,
1: but it's that was a difficult choice, and I guess you I, know, I applaud the the risk taking. I f- still. I still
0: feel like I related to Brad Pitt in yeah. that first scene. Like everybody likes to think of themselves as the cool actor that can. <laughs> well, it, if if shit hit the fan, then man, I'm gonna be the guy that's like, no, run, sure. like running and be like,
1: I'm gonna follow stop me, the you know,
0: yeah. like versus the, um, you know. Like, you know, nobody wants to be that guy that randomly dies because they got electrocuted. Oh yeah, (laughs) like the the what is it the red suit or the or the the red shirt in Star Trek? Yeah. Nobody thinks of themselves as the red shirt. Yeah.
1: But I uh, feel like that's true. But at the same time, I couldn't relate with him. Maybe it was because it was always on him. I was like, ah, I'm so sick of this guy. Mm -hmm. If there was a B plot, maybe it would give me some some kind of break from Mm
0: -hmm. him. What do you? Uh, or what, if
1: he had a partner, like what, a buddy cop kind of thing, who maybe like a really emotional guy.
0: Or I know. think it could be as simple as giving him a family. What if they? Uh. What do you think? How would you think it would change the movie if they gave him a daughter?
1: And she was on the spaceship with him for like.
0: No, no, because oh, like remember in, he went back to his house. Um,
1: uh, wait a minute. Where? Uh, in what part of? that... So
0: room? he falls off the tower, and yeah. then. There's a scene where he goes back to his house, and he's like just sitting around at his house, and Uh that's when the military guys call him and say, hey, come on in, we've got a mission for you.
1: I think I remember that.
0: Yeah, see, it's a forgettable movie. It's so
1: forgettable, yeah. The
0: the main scenes I remember are the beautiful ones, which are obviously the moon scene, the The Mars scene, and the Neptune scene. Yellow,
1: red, white, blue.
0: yeah. So those are the obvious scenes. If I See, honestly,
1: I don't think it would have mattered too much if, if it stayed with him the entire time. He's like just floating in space and being sad. If If there was a daughter or not, but if there was- Well, I'm saying like the daughter,
0: like let's say you had a two minute scene where he interacts with his daughter.
1: Like you insert that in there, and, yeah, like, and keep everything else the same. You've
0: seen Interstellar, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, like he, the thing that kind of grounds. Think of, think of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's a similar character. He's a cool-headed guy. No, nah, he's
1: funny though. He,
0: he's so, yeah, but think he's about cool his scenes and on the. On, lovable. Think about his scenes on the um, on the spaceship, though. A lot of his funny scenes are when he's on Earth. No, he's A funny on the, the spaceship,
1: s- too. He says to the computer, you know, how about I take the comedy levels down to 55%. I, that's you won true. 0%. You know, he says something like that.
0: But that's not, what this, that's not what Ad Astra was, though.
1: No, Ad, Ad Astra was, like, I don't know. It, I think it would have been so good if there was some kind of buddy cop thing. <laughs> honestly, that sounds stupid. So you, I mean, it would change the so whole So you're movie. thinking
0: of, like, when he got on the, the ship to go to Mars with the, the with crew? The, with the old guy. He, he, well, I, I thought the old guy was forgettable. I, I'm thinking one of those guys on the ship. Like, what if he had become the de facto leader of that ship?
1: And then these are his crew?
0: Yeah, instead of him murdering them all, <laughs> he somehow brings them over to his side. Or and if then, one
1: was surviving or something. Like, he got a gut shot on one of the... <laughs> The crew members and they were bleeding out, but they, he had to keep them alive you something know? like that, yeah. something to
0: ground him, yeah, so that when it comes down to getting to Neptune, suddenly it's like whoa i I'm gonna have to choose between my dad here or saving somebody I've started to to become quite fond of uh-huh, you see what I mean like
1: I um, there's so many things wrong with that, master. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the, the the intent of the movie was to be it's like the emotional development of this guy in space. There's nothing around him but himself, you know, and he's on a mission to H- deal here's with, the another with his dad.
0: Interesting take on it. Uh-huh. What if um, we? I just sent you that video talking about rearranging the Passengers movie.
1: I want to yeah, I want to take a look at that. Oh,
0: you haven't seen it yet. I haven't
1: seen Passengers yet, and I, I'm thinking I would like to see whatever they describe in that movie like if it's just passengers would be better without the first 15 minutes I'll just download the movie and skip 15 minutes in and start watching there because mm-hmm. I, I I would like to see that
0: like sometimes simple solutions can fix like a, a movie you, like uh-huh. coming up with all this complicated stuff can yeah. be a challenge like what if the movie was told from the point of view uh, Ad Astra, uh-huh. was told from the point of view of Brad Pitt after he would gotten back to Earth and was a mm. much more likable guy. And so it's That'd him talking to his psychiatrist or whatever, saying, "Man, I'm doing so much better." Mm. And let me, you know, let me tell you about it all. It's a military psychiatrist, huh. so you can tell him all the, the like the, oh, yeah, the classified stuff. And
1: I think that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It would be. Um...
0: And it would take you out of it for a moment. You
1: would go back and forth, back and forth.
0: Yeah, that and would it would be, be Brad good. Pitt's development. He, he might even start the the scene, being kind of very distant, like and like. Let me start from the beginning. I you know. You
1: know what I would have liked actually. In that it, there was a movie called Hero. Have mm-hmm. you seen it?
0: Um, a, yes, I have seen that. Remember that he's telling the same the exact type of plot. And he's three telling the king. too, yeah. He's telling the king. His story and the movie is actually all um like I don't know what would you call it? Like uh like in flashback? Yeah, it's all flashbacks.
1: I think it would be kinda cool, but in, in Hero it's like the same story told three times. Mm-hmm. You know? And each one is a different color. And I think that would be kind of cool if they did something like that with that Astra, like the well, different color schemes. The but ob- also there's a
0: you're already I was about to get on this. Oh yeah. The obvious way to divide up those scenes are the moon, the Mars, and Neptune. Uh-huh. And so you and you've got gray, red, and blue. Mm. And you could start off with so like obviously the first death in his family is going to be the or not you could make the old guy more relatable like they're good old pals and he uh-huh. dies. And so that that hits Brad Pitt a lot harder. Mhm. And then now they get to Mars, and you could kill off the woman character, or mm-hmm. have her come help him as he gets to Neptune. Mm-hmm. I would I would have liked to see her stick around.
1: Honestly, uh, if I'm, they had some kind of romance thing, like in almost every single movie, there's a romance element. Like that's the B plot in mm-hmm. almost every single movie. Mm-hmm. There's a B plot, like in Tommy Boy, there was the Michelle, was mm-hmm. the romance, and that
0: keeps spices people it up. interested. It
1: spices it up a little paprika in there.
0: Mm-hmm. But then so. You start off with the interview, and uh-huh. then they go to Mars. Uh-huh. I mean, to, to, to the moon. Then they cut back to the flashback of the interview. He's talking about how that guy died. Then they go to Mars. And
1: it, well, the, before that, the interview says... But in your report, you mentioned there was uh, interaction with a female member of the
0: crew. No, group. that would be too, yeah, too much. But no, then, I
1: think it would be... But, dude, there, there would have to be some kind of tension or something. Like... like
0: there's She's no characters to... that go through the movie besides Brad Pitt, and so it's sure hard about. to latch on to anything, yeah. because Brad Pitt's the only guy that's there. Yeah. So, it's it's frustrating to see so much potential squandered. It was
1: just such a beautiful movie, man. Honestly, yeah. I would like to watch a music video of the movie, like a long, like a 20-minute orchestral techno, I don't know,
0: well, Maybe as a first project be. of ours...
1: Uh-huh like an editing project
0: we could cut it down to a 10-minute film or a 15-minute film with like
1: voiceover and really the coolest shots
0: yeah and we could we could maybe add in like a silhouette of a like like a david bowie song oh well no i i'm not talking about music video i'm talking about a real movie oh yeah a short film version of ad astra Mm. where everything's fixed
1: you know that's actually that'd be an interesting project
0: i think there's plenty of material there because the movie was so long yeah oh yeah and you could add in voiceovers and add in um add in other commentary and like like add in other stuff on top of that and make it somewhat decent
1: honestly that sounds like a really cool project i think there would have to be a music element involved like some really cool you know oh yeah with the spaceship scenes because those i don't remember in the movie having any music that was impactful
0: no interstellar's like, was...
1: music was incredible
0: yeah, it was oh. definitely like very stark. Yeah, which it was meant to be that way. They definitely went for space doesn't have sound, and so this movie won't have sound. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. In there space, was no one can hear you. Give the movie two thumbs down.
0: But another space movie, Interstellar. Think about like. The, the most climactic scene of the movie when they're trying to dock you know and the whole space station oh, yeah. spinning oh,
1: how intense man
0: and do you remember the music that's going on behind I, that I don't
1: remember what it was but I remember that scene oh, was intense it's like, so I bet there was music it's
0: organs and like oh, all yeah, kinds wow, of crazy yeah, stuff
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so man yeah I think that's a cool project I, I want to get on that do you have it downloaded
0: um uh, I don't have Ad Astra but we can we can work on that the, uh, so I've so got
1: some cool. Do you know what M eighty three?
0: M eighty three.
1: They did. Um, what did they do? They did the soundtrack for this movie, Oblivion. They I have did, um,
0: I've been wanting to watch Oblivion. Have was you fun. seen it? That
1: was a really fun movie, man.
0: I kind I've, of a, I've been a, wanting a more to watch
1: traditional it. plot structure, and I think it's just really cool. D-
0: don't spoil it for me, because I've had that one on my list for four years. Check man. it out,
1: man. It's a really good one. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I'd be down to watch that again. If you want to watch this sometime,
0: that that could be our next one on the list. I have. <laughs> we that gotta one. mix it
1: up. Comedy, sci-fi, comedy, sci-fi about space
0: or the future. Rom-com. <laughs> yeah, rom-com. That Who cares? The uh, but yeah. Now I want to hear your thoughts. Uh-huh. You just saw Tommy Boy. Yeah. Now, we just compared it to a movie that's the complete opposite of Tommy Boy mm-hmm. in almost every way, cinematically.
1: Yeah.
0: Plot-wise, con- you know, drama versus an, a comedy. Now, how do you feel about how does Tommy Boy stack up against Stuber?
1: Hmm. Honestly, I feel like Tommy Boy and Stuber are, like, basically the same kind of movie. Like, if Tommy Boy came out this year, it would be very similar to Stuber. The sense of humor, I think, um, honestly, I like Stuber a little more than Tommy Boy, but I think that's just a generational thing. I I think it's just because it's been 15 years.
0: Well, think about how many—this is any comedy has to watch this— some of the best comedy is references to like current events you know
1: yeah but But i think it's it's not current events don't
0: age well at all
1: they don't age well and i think some of the song scenes like when they're singing in the car that that would have been hilarious at the time of Mm -hmm. but it wasn't um nowadays also i think that the sense of humor kind of changes you know uh the type of jokes that people tell. Like in in middle school, the stuff that we found was funny, Mm -hmm. but like the type of stuff that people our age, 15 years ago found funny, was very, very different. Mm -hmm. Not very different, there's still, honestly it was a very funny movie, Tommy Boy is very funny. But I don't know, Stupor seemed to be like a really good buddy cop, you know, companion film with these two different guys, Instead of there being one smart and cynical guy and a and a dumb and you know optimistic guy, mm-hmm. being Chris Farley and, and David Spade, you got Dave Bautista and um, the, uh, the, the Indian guy, whatever's his name, and that's just a really masculine guy and the polar opposite, a very feminine guy. Mm-hmm. And so the dichotomy was still there.
0: Yeah, I would compare you know? it to Toy Story. Oh yeah. The uh, where. Toy Story is another buddy cop film.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, The first one is. Would
1: you compare Toy Story to Tommy Boy?
0: Stuber. And and Tommy Boy. But I would say the portrayal of the characters um, is more similar to uh, Stuber. Hmm. A a, a buddy cop comedy is basically just like any movie where the two guys hate each other in the morning. It's almost always guys. Um, That just seems to be, at least up until now, how they've set up the plot. It's two guys that hate each other, and like it's about making them love each other by the end uh-huh. of the movie. And that's you know Toy Stories that movie, um, you know Tommy Boys that movie, Stuber's obviously that movie. Yeah. Um, what can you think of any other ones? I'm trying to.
1: I mean, there's a ton. The Green Book was one, Green Book and that's like very kind of gruff versus refined.
0: Yeah, and know? it's not. That's an interesting one because that's not a comedy. Most buddy yeah, but it's cop. Funny though, man. A there buddy cop funny is usually stuff, a comedy, but that
1: one's definitely more of a drama. It was a. Honestly, I think that was. There was so much comedy in that, though, man. I they, mean, <laughs> remember the scene he's moments. hanging the chicken wing back there? Come on, try some. Mm-hmm. Like there was some funny moments in there.
0: The uh, I uh, remember the Titans surprisingly is um somewhat of a buddy cop
1: it's been so long since i've
0: seen that the the two main coaches the main coach kind of grows to they they grow to like each other and become friends but that's definitely much more of a secondary plot it's interesting that's like a secondary plot buddy cop Hmm. i i think one thing that kind of strikes me is people like buddy cop films yeah and i think it's because the main usually it's the main characters that are the two that are kind of set up to not like each other uh-huh. it, it makes them into dynamic characters hmm. where which is oftentimes a difficult um proposition hmm. like how do you like, like people like to see people change it makes them think like, like give us the character depth you know hmm. what i mean yeah um
1: it provides like hey you don't have to be just so black and white mm-hmm. i was going to say go a different way with why people might like it I think people can relate with one side of the spectrum. Whatever the spectrum is, people relate with, I'm more gruff than refined, so mm-hmm. I like this guy more. You know, uh, I'm kind of dumb and optimistic, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, as opposed to cynical. And so it's like you can relate with mm-hmm. either side.
0: Here's another great example. the uh, People love a villain that turns into a hero so much more than a hero that just stays a hero. Huh. Like think about that. The uh, have you seen uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender? The movie? No, the <laughs> what movie? <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Nobody liked that. I I didn't. I haven't seen the show. before the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the show? I've
1: seen like maybe some episodes of the show. I know everybody loved it. I didn't. You,
0: you I should watch it. it. I have that as well. Uh-huh. Definitely worth your time to mm. go ahead and watch every single episode. It's only it's only three seasons. I think the episodes are thirty minute episodes, but I, I might be wrong. They might be hour episodes, but it's uh definitely something you could knock out in mm. a month if you're watching one a day mm. um right i think you could but anyway you won't you'll love it if mm. you um but i would There's i don't want s- to i don't want to spoil too. too much but the uh I, i'm
1: gonna make a wild guess it's the, zuko fire prince he turns from a villain into a hero is i that,
0: is i that I, right? I don't want to or confirm or deny <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin anything for you. I will say that um, his character changes over time. Okay. And that makes um, that makes a big difference. I'm, uh-huh. Um, even towards the end of the show, there's a ton of fans that got to the point of saying, like, oh, man, I like Zuko more than Aang. Wow. Because Aang was good from the beginning, hmm. where Zuko, you see this switch. The over... dark side. Well, he came from the dark side and kind of... Uh, and and was this misled evil person that was very confused in life Uh and it's very satisfying for a viewer to see somebody evolve see the redemption
1: Mm -hmm. the redemption
0: that's exactly it i definitely agree with that the uh and it's an art to doing it correctly if it doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. then it just it what people will complain that it's out of character Uh like you'll see this random bad guy that for no reason suddenly decides to save the hero mm-hmm. and it's like why why would like that's not his objective he wouldn't have done that i
1: think it's it's annoying when plots do this one where they have the villain at the last moment have like a change of heart mm-hmm. and tries to save the hero so much so that he sacrifices himself mm-hmm. but that's like an easy out
0: yeah it, it, it's it's like tying it's a loose great end. when you do it right uh uh-huh. it's horrible when it's done wrong yeah because it, it's, just it's just like just it feels like so 20. cheesy, yeah, it's cheesy the um but we we've got a list of movies to watch now, yeah, man the um I, I gotta
1: watch ninety five percent of passenger
0: yeah, I, just uh, only five percent honestly, uh, that YouTube video sums it up pretty well <laughs> okay, that okay. was you know that was on my list for so long, mm-hmm. or it was back when it was about to come out, mm-hmm. and then there was so many disappointed reviews about it saying like yeah. how oh, you know, shoot, it was just a lousy movie. Mm. And then watching that YouTube video talking about how the order was wrong pretty uh-huh. much gave me a pretty accurate guess. That's a really cool idea,
1: though, about this Ad Astra thing. That's got me thinking, like, we could do a lot of creative stuff with that.
0: It's all... We, we'd we have to completely redesign the plot. Yeah. Like, like, I don't... You'd leave the big points, obviously, like, he's going to save his dad um yeah you have to work with the material you've got but i feel like you Mm -hmm. could completely change the plot from what is going on and Uh use the existing material and come up with a much better movie because the cinematography is there
1: man the the thing with good cinematography it makes me think pairing that with good music Mm -hmm. is is super cool like we could make something really fast-paced not lingering too long on anything Mm -hmm. um I don't know how we could do, like, the Moonlander chase. That was a really cool... That was very intense. I do applaud no, a lot wait, of but the individual see, scenes. See, that's the great
0: thing about this movie. Uh-huh. There wasn't much talking. Mm. So, and you can't see their faces so much of the time because they're in spacesuits. Oh, yeah. We could so do voiceover you, from the... You could literally just do voiceover. Monologue sections. You could ignore Brad Pitt's voice and just go with a... Like, use somebody else's voice to... <laughs> yeah, we, we can need, do
1: the voiceover.
0: Yeah. Obviously, we want to get a couple... Of our friends to help with the voice acting here, that. and come up with good lines for them to say. But I think this is doable. Yeah, man. Well,
1: there you go. Come I on. guess
0: that's the end of our first. That's uh, a
1: five-minute, thirty-minute.
0: Well, we gotta edit it down. There we go. That's our first episode. Oh cool, man. And the audio is gonna be terrible.
1: <laughs> There's gonna be a huge section in the middle which is just.